Please listen carefully. Hello, and welcome to Caveat Realtor with Virginia Realtors, where we discuss the real issues that realtors face. I am Santiago Montalvo. And I'm Sean Oak. Remember, Caveat Realtor is meant to provide general legal information. The information, forms, and laws referenced in this episode are accurate as of the date this episode is first released. Nothing we discuss should be considered as legal representation or legal advice. Hey, Sean. How's it going? Oh, pretty good, Santiago. How you doing? No, oh, I'm just hanging in there, you know. Weather's been pretty mild. So. Yeah, we got a few holidays coming up, too. That's right. And today, we're going to be discussing something perhaps a little less depressing than Arthur Miller's novel. We know some of you are agents or brokers in other states, and of course, some of your clients are or can be from out of state. We've gotten some questions recently regarding a right of rescission for real estate contracts. Buyers have been under the impression that there is a unilateral right of rescission in Virginia. Does it exist? The short answer is no, there is not. I'm sure you were expecting it depends. Well, not in this case. Buyers and their agents have asked about the Virginia Home Solicitation Sales Act, Section 59.1-21.1 of the Code of Virginia. You may notice it has some buzzwords, home, solicitation, sales. So at first glance, it may appear that it may apply to real estate, as it does involve homes. Solicitations, which you may argue an agent is doing when they offer their services to help you purchase a home. And of course, it contains the word sales, which I think should be obvious to everyone why they think it would apply to a home sale. Now, does this in any way apply to real estate? No. The act does provide a right of rescission for the sale of goods in door-to-door sales. If you happen to be like Miller's Willie Loman and you are selling goods, this applies to you. If you are a real estate licensee in the business of selling real estate, this does not apply to you. Just to say it again, this does not apply in any way to sales of real estate. This is for home solicitations of goods like vacuums, encyclopedias, or whatever else you can think of, remember, door-to-door sales. All right, so the deal can't just be killed off with some absolute statutory right of rescission. What if the buyer backs out using a contingency? Or even worse, they decide not to show up to the settlement and just ghost everyone. We all know it happens. If the buyer backs out using a contingency in the contract, then that's what both the parties agreed to. Real estate sales can be contentious, and some folks take a termination very personally, especially when the buyer or even the seller decides to disappear without a trace. When you send a termination, is the contract dead? Well, not quite. There are still provisions in the contract that affect both the purchaser and the seller, such as the non-binding mediation or the one I want to focus on attorney's fees and court costs. So as a side note, we recently did a podcast episode on a partial release you may want to check out as well. That one applies to when both the purchaser and the seller agree they are not going to settlement. They also agree they're not going to sue for specific performance, encumber the property, and pretty much everything else other than they want to argue over the EMD. Lately, we've received a very high volume of calls asking what happens to the EMD 
after a party terminates, whether correctly or not, both parties decide just not to speak to each other anymore. So how long can the EMD sit in the escrow account? The legal answer is forever. The practical answer is until one of four options happens, the parties decide to sue each other. They finally agree. A broker releases according to the clear and explicit terms of the contract or interplead. In every call, a release has been sent out for the other party to sign. Now, remember, I mentioned the contract is not totally dead. That's why the release would do. The release will unbind both the parties and absolutely kill the deal. As you can imagine, the other party did not sign the release. They feel that they were wrong and that they are entitled to the security deposit. The question you really need to ask yourself, are you right about that feeling? So did the buyer terminate based on a contingency they contractually had? For example, they terminated because the negotiations in the home inspection went sour and neither party could agree, or they lost the financing. But the seller will absolutely not sign the release. They are unwilling to even negotiate. As the listing agent, you need to remind your client that they need to be absolutely sure of what they are doing. If the purchaser sue, or this is interpleaded, you may and likely will be liable for attorney fees and court costs. As an agent, you should not be doing your client a disservice by ignoring this. It may cost them dearly, and I can bet that they will not leave you a positive review after they go to court and lose and have to pay more than, they, than if they had just signed the release. So just to recap, if you're an agent for a client that is refusing to sign the release, you should really speak with your broker to make sure that you're protecting your client. You should also have your client consult with an attorney to make sure their feelings are valid. Do not expose your client to having to pay attorney fees and court costs unless you are absolutely sure you're going to win. Now, let's take it to the hotline. I am the selling agent. My buyers are scheduled to close in a few days. For some reason, they decided not to go to closing. Every contingency has expired on the contract. They did a Google search and they sent me a weird email invoking their right of rescission. Is this such a thing? Can they terminate the contract in this way? Absolutely not. Unless you are doing door-to-door -door sales, this does not apply to real estate contracts. If you practice in other states, you should make yourself knowledgeable of their respective laws. But in Virginia, this is a no, capital N-O. Our suggestion is if your client decides to do this, you should refer them to an attorney immediately. An attorney will be able to explain to them what the issue with their claim is and what liability it exposes them to. So Sean, I'm the listing broker. Closing was two months ago. The buyer terminated because their financing fell through. The buyer did everything they were supposed to do. They sent notices on time. They, did, they worked with the lender. Then they sent a termination and a release to the sellers. The selling broker keeps calling me every other day asking for the release on the EMD. My clients feel they're entitled to it, are they? So Santiago, of course it depends. But if the buyer did not default like you mentioned, then absent other evidence, no, your clients are not in the right. Remember, the contract is terminated, but it is not dead. That's what the release does. So if this goes to court, if your client loses, 
then they will very likely have to pay attorney's fees and court costs. You know or can guess how expensive attorney fees are. You should really have your clients speak with an attorney to advise them on what to do next because it may be very costly if they don't sign the release. Caveat Realtor is a weekly podcast with episodes released every Tuesday. Our podcast is available for streaming through iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and Google Play. Subscribe to our podcast to get automatic updates when we have new episodes and please rate us. Remember, members of Virginia Realtors have access to our legal hotline where we can provide you with legal information. You can access the legal hotline on the Virginia Realtors website under the legal tab on the law and ethics section. Make sure you're logged in to see this page. Although the members of this podcast are attorneys, the legal information in this program is not a substitute for personalized legal advice from an attorney licensed to practice in your jurisdiction. The information provided by Virginia Realtors is general reference work as a public service and does not constitute solicitation or provision of legal advice. We provide this general legal information on an as-is basis. We make no warranties and disclaim liability for damages resulting from its use. Legal advice must be tailored to the specific circumstances of each case and laws are constantly changing. The information provided in this program should not be used as the substitute for the advice of competent counsel. This has been a production of Virginia Realtors, copyright 2022. This podcast features the song Please Listen Carefully by Jazar, available under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike license. <laughs>